Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello again, I'm David Welch from Bloomberg Businessweek. As you can tell, John is still out of town. He should be back tomorrow, though. In any event, welcome to AutoLine Daily for Wednesday, the 4th of May, 2011. Here's the latest news from the global automotive industry. First up, April sales. According to Wards, automakers sold more than 1.1 million new light vehicles in the U.S. last month. That works out to a 13.4% increase year over year. But the month-over-month -month figure is down. In March, they moved nearly 90,000 more vehicles. That equates to a 7.1% decline. Despite this drop, the seasonally adjusted annualized rate, or SAR for short, is up, hitting 13.14 million units. I wonder if automotive aftershocks from the disaster in Japan are also finally being felt. Also, the incentive situation could be playing a role in all of this. More on that in a minute. As for the top-selling vehicles, so far this year, the Toyota Camry is winning the race, again. It finished ahead of the Corolla Matrix combination, the Honda Accord and Civic, as well as the Nissan Altima. There are no surprises on the truck side either. For the first four months of the year, the Ford F-Series is the champ. It finished April with a 50,000 truck lead over the second-place Chevy Silverado. The Honda CRV came in third. The Ford Escape finished behind it, while Chrysler's Ram rounds out the top five. Again, we thank our friends at Wards for compiling this data. Even though sales were up last month, automakers were able to increase them with reduced incentives. According to my publication, Bloomberg, the average amount of discounts and incentives per vehicle was about $2,300, a 14% drop, which is the lowest it's been since 2005. Analysts predict incentives will continue to decline this year due to supply shortages from Japan. Despite the drop, Detroit automakers still came in above the average. GM spent about $3,000 per vehicle, Chrysler $2,800 and Ford $2,400 a vehicle. The New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission has picked a winner. If you remember, the agency was looking to replace the city's fleet of cabs with something more convenient and efficient. As we've reported, the Taxi of Tomorrow competition has been narrowed down to three finalists. The Ford Transit Connect, the Nissan NV200, and the Carson V1 from Turkey. According to the Detroit News, Nissan took home the prize, which in this case is a 10-year contract worth more than a billion dollars. From 2013 forward, the company will be New York City's exclusive taxi provider. Its modified NV200 commercial vans will be responsible for shuttling some 600,000 people a day and traveling more than 70,000 miles per year. I hope they're up to the challenge. Nissan will build them in Mexico. Volvo announced that its president of North America, Doug Speck, will now be in charge of marketing, sales, and customer service for the company. Speck replaces Jerry Keeney, who has been at Volvo for over 20 years. Speck starts his new role on June 1st, and Volvo says they will announce a replacement for him shortly. As the UAW gears up to tackle a year of tough issues, it just added some political clout in the nation's capital. Longtime Democratic strategist Mary Beth Cahill who not only ran John Kerry's presidential campaign, but also led Ted Kennedy's senatorial staff, now takes over the UAW's Washington, D.C. office. With the Detroit Three contract talks on the table, along with a possible recruiting effort at nine union foreign automaker uh, U.S. plants, no doubt that the UAW thought it couldn't hurt to hire a politically connected daughter of a UAW member to help with the issues. Coming up next, some of my thoughts on Toyota's recent decline. 
Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Let's talk about Toyota. Here's a company that once was the industry's kingpin and now can't seem to catch a break, having lost at least 500,000 cars worth of production due to plant stoppages caused by the earthquake in Japan. General Motors should steal back the global sales crown this year. Remember, last year GM only trailed Toyota's 8.4 million vehicles sold by 30,000 cars and trucks. With Toyota reeling from the tsunami and GM growing in the U.S. and China, it should be a snap to bring that crown back to Detroit. What's more surprising, though, is that GM may be able to keep that crown once Japan's auto industry gets back on its feet. GM is riding a recovering U.S. auto market and gaining market share while Toyota is losing ground. In China, GM and Volkswagen both have a better base and stronger prospects for growth. GM is investing more than $5 billion with plans to double Chinese sales volume by 5 million cars in four years. Sales crowns are of dubious value. Profits and happy customers are really what matter. Still, what a turnabout this is. While GM is building some momentum, Toyota is running a charm campaign in the U.S. to win back some of the goodwill that was lost last year when the company had to recall more than 10 million cars. The company is also redoubling efforts to improve quality. These are all symptoms of a company that grew too fast and now has to slow down and retool a bit. Since taking the sales crown from GM in 2008, Toyota has had plenty of problems. Maybe they will think twice about pushing to take it back and just get back to executing the way Toyota did when it was on the ascent. Oh, and VW has its sights set on being the global sales leader. Given Toyota's problems, CEO Martin Wintercorn may want to rethink that notion. And that's the exciting conclusion of today's episode of AutoLine Daily. Again, I'm David Welch from Bloomberg Businessweek. Thanks for watching. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, John McElroy should be back tomorrow. How does 12 million impressions grab you? Get your advertising message in front of the most engaged automotive consumers in the world. Call me, Stacey Eman, at 586-255-1364.